0: Matthew West, known for storytelling through his songs, is a staple in Christian music. Whether you've been listening to him for years or just heard his new song, My Story, Your Glory, you're sure to hear his heart and his lyrics. That's who's guest starring on the podcast this week. It's Matthew West on Christian Media Talk. About that, why don't we start about talking about your tour and how you're coming to Forest. Have you ever been here before, been in the area?
1: I've been in the area, but I've never performed uh, in forest virginia as far as i know so i think this is my first time but there may be fact checkers out there who uh, would uh correct me on that but to my knowledge this is my first time one time i performed on campus at liberty for a festival like at new year's um and then and that's the one that sticks out as the maybe the most recent time i've been there so it's been a minute
0: yeah absolutely well let's talk about the tour what exactly are you most looking forward to and what does what makes this tour stand out from other tours that you've gone on?
1: Well, first of all, it's just great to be on tour again. Um, you know, I think the last couple of years, it's been hit and miss about whether or not your concerts were going to play because of obvious reasons, illness, things like that happening in our world. So it's fun to kind of plan and dream up a tour and not be, totally wrapped up in fear that it's gonna cancel so yeah Uh, but this event is called an evening at the story house and it's it's kind of an intimate concert um anybody who knows my music or has been to my shows before knows that i'm a storyteller at heart and um you know i started my career with just my acoustic guitar getting up on stage and and so this tour is sort of modeled by kind of the special thing that takes place when i get to just connect With a crowd like the all the bells and whistles and the band and stuff, um, it's it's less about that and it's more about the connection of the story. My studio in Nashville is called the Story House, and that's where I write all my songs and that's where I create my albums and record my podcast. And so, we're bringing that studio experience to the stage. Um, and, and I said it's not about all the bells and whistles, but We're bringing some bells and whistles, too. So It's funny because I started out thinking, okay, I'm going to do an acoustic tour. That's what I'm doing, an acoustic tour. And then I was like, but I'm going to miss my band. And and so I said, well, how about I'll still bring my band. But so it's the show's kind of broken up into two different versions of my show. Um, People are going to get to see like the acoustic set and they're going to get to see the full band set. And I'm really excited about sharing both of those with the audience.
0: Definitely. That'll be a good combo for sure. I know we're all excited about the concert and I know so many people in the area are excited for it. So thank you. Going to be a great night. Is there, so not to spoil anything, but is there a favorite story that you love telling on this tour so far or that you're really excited to tell?
1: Well, you're catching me at the very beginning. Uh, so I'm not sure <laughs> yet what, uh what uh, my favorite part will be. I, I do know we've been in rehearsals a lot and honestly just, my favorite thing is, is sharing some of the newest songs with, with people like that's like, when I get to kind of unpack, like, here's what the Lord's shown me over the last couple of years. And here's a song that was born out of that experience. Like it's kind of fun. So like when I come to Lynchburg, like I think every night I'm going to try out a different new song on the audience. And so by the end of the tour, I will have tried out almost all of my new record and, uh, and I'll let the audience decide if they like the song or not. So uh, so I'm excited about that and excited to share a new song with the audience in Lynchburg.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Excited to hear it. My Story, Your Glory is your latest one, and I cannot get it out of my head. I was literally humming it.
1: Let's go. It on here. Let's go. I mean, that's an anthem, you know, I, like I, I, a lot of times it's like when I'm writing songs, I don't I don't just want to write any old song. Like I want to write a song that like fires me up to go live my life to the fullest, because if it fires me up there's a good chance it'll fire somebody else up, you know? And so I hope that your listeners are hearing my story, your glory and going, all right, like there's, there's hope for my story. Like God, everything about my life is something that God has promised. He will not waste, you know? And, uh, that's why I love, like, I kind of took like cliches that you hear in church and like, but like wanted to highlight the truth in them. Like my story, your glory, my pain, your purpose, my mess, your message, and all things I know you're working. Like, I kind of loved, like, taking those thoughts that you hear, like, a preacher say, but put them into, like, this anthemic reminder, like, wait a minute, even the messes of my life are a message in the making that God can use in a powerful way, man. That's, you know, a a lot of times our world talks about empowerment, like self-empowerment, it sounds good. It sounds like a good thing to, to realize like we, you know, or to, to place the empowerment on ourselves, like we can do it. But man, I think as a follower of Christ, if we learn anything, it's that true empowerment is not found inside of us. Amen. It, it's when we tap into a source of power outside of us who, uh, who can bring us through the weakest moments of our lives and bring value to The what we think are the worthless moments of our lives too. So that's the heartbeat, really, of every song that I sing. It's like, hey, there's an answer, and that answer doesn't lie within you. It's you find the answer to and the purpose for living when you reach outside of yourself and choose to trust in Jesus.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that's the reason that we're all here. So, speaking of your story, how did you get started in music? You know, what is your story?
1: Yeah, I um, I wanted to be a baseball player. really uh, got my baseball cap on today (laughs) yeah you do Um, this is not my main team this is kansas city i cheer i like the royals but i i grew up in chicago and i cheer for the cubs so um but yeah so i i wasn't even thinking about music i love always loved music growing up but i never considered um a career other than baseball and uh then you grow up and you realize oh, maybe maybe I'm not as good at baseball as I thought I was. You know, (laughs) I didn't get any scholarships and um, no opportunities came along along that front. So I really just uh, panicked, to be honest with you, because I had to figure out how to get to college and uh, not to disappoint your listeners, but there was no way I was getting to college on my grades alone, all right? Um, (laughs) I loved everything about school except for the academic part. And... um, I, I, on a whim, I auditioned for a music scholarship because I had a teacher tell me that I had a really good voice and that I could probably get a scholarship. And, uh, she was, she was right. I got a scholarship. And, uh, while I went to school to study music, I started to fall in love with songwriting and just went after it. And, uh, I, I, I quickly realized my calling. I remember I was playing at a fraternity house, um, And uh, on campus, and uh, I'm surrounded by all these guys and girls who were, you know, they were drinking, and it was just like a college party. And they shut down their dance floor and said, everybody be quiet. Matthew's going to sing some songs for us. And I will never forget sitting in this dingy basement of a fraternity house, and everybody's silent and you could hear a pin drop, and I'm sitting there, and I'm singing songs about the hope I found in Jesus Hmm. to a group of drunk college students, and I I remember that moment going like, this is like, God, if this is how you want to use me with music, then, you know, like, this is powerful, because somebody was hearing about the hope that they were looking for that night, and they weren't going to find it. And the things that they were chasing but there was something about the songs I was singing that was making them go I, I need that I hear that I want that whatever he's singing about I want that and it opens doors so um, since then so many doors have opened for me to share about Jesus through my music and even interviews like this man it's it's just a beautiful thing
0: yeah it's amazing how God works through our stories and how he works through it so it's like this is what you think you're gonna do but actually I have an entirely different plan in mind for you
1: yeah, I talk about it in, um, I released a book back in September called The God Who Stays. And there's a chapter that's called um, God Stays with the Plan. Mm-hmm. And, and and what I highlight in that book is, you know, every one of us in our lives are going to have a door closed, a dream come crashing down, um, our plans folded, you know, didn't go the way we wanted and we always focus in life on the, well, what's the best thing that ever happened to you? You know, you, you try to think that the best things that happened to you in life are going to be good things, but I've kind of flipped that upside down. And so much of my life has been about rejection and doors closed. And I'm like, man, those are the, the best things that never happened to me. You know, it's the, it's the door that closed that led me to seek God's will for my life. You know, it's the dream that didn't happen that brought me to my knees and said, God, I want your dream, not my dream. And so I really love to encourage people who are, you know, you never know when someone's in the middle of their disappointment. And I I hope to encourage them with with my story that like, man, like that might wind up being the best thing that that relationship that ended that that job that went away. Like that might be what the Lord's going to use to lead you to where, where he really wants you in life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can relate. I know so many more people can relate, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life until I was a senior in college. And that scared the heck out of me because I was like, God, what's the plan? What am I supposed to yeah. do? Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> my, my daughter's in that situation right now, just kind of, you know, trying to think through like, what what is it I want to do? And she can tend to feel. A panic like well if i don't know what i want to do now then you know i'm behind everybody else you know just because she sees a friend who goes well i know i'm playing lacrosse in college or i know i'm doing this and you know it it everybody has a different uh journey a different path and um yet everyone can have the same companion on that path right we can all invite god to be who he already is, which is the author of our story. When you you tap into that, it's like, I'm not writing this story. I'm living it, but he's writing it. Man, like that's exciting, you know? So that's, again, why songs like My Story, Your Glory are songs that I believe are important to get on the radio, you know, because I want people to be reminded like that they're not the author.
0: Mm, Absolutely. But also that all of our stories matter because God is in all of our stories.
1: That's the truth. That's the truth. And my friend Katie Nicole, who's coming to Lynchburg, Virginia with me, she sings about that. God is in the story. And she's going to be singing that song on stage. And it's uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful reminder.
0: It really is. The first time I heard that song, I was in tears because I saw it live. And it just like completely overwhelmed me.
1: Yeah, it's so good.
0: Such a good song. What would you say is the most humbling moment in your life up to this point?
1: Wow. Well, I mean. I would say the most humbling moment has been holding my daughters in the hospital. You know, I think I'm humbled by God's goodness. Most of all, like in those moments where you're like, whoa, okay," the Lord has trusted me to raise this little girl. That's crazy. You know, so I think that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think of being humbled.
0: Absolutely. How old are your daughters?
1: Um, uh, sixteen and thirteen,
0: oh, so they don't, wow.
1: they don't let me hold them like little babies anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, kind of past that with my parents too. I'm the youngest, and I'm 22, so kind of past that with them too. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: there, I guess there's a there is a line there where you have to move on, but I still try to cuddle with them as much as possible, despite their best efforts to to uh, keep their distance (laughs)
0: well do it while you can I live 20 hours away from my family and so yeah yes
1: yeah, yeah as much
0: time with family as possible absolutely if you could summarize your main message as an artist and as a Christian in one sentence what would it be
1: honestly and I'm not just saying this because this is my song but it's why I put it in the song it would be my story, your glory. Like that literally would be the line. And that's why this song felt like the career statement for me or ministry statement for me. It's what my my I have a nonprofit ministry, and we talk, we always talk about your story, his glory. Um, it always comes back to that for me. So um, that's why I'm so excited to sing it every night cause it kind of feels like my personal mission statement.
0: Absolutely. And speaking of your nonprofit, can you talk about that a little bit and what what you do with that?
1: Yeah, well, it's a ministry about the power of story, reaching out to people who maybe are struggling in their story. Um, we do that in a number of ways. One, we really want people to recognize that there's power in their story and, and they can share their story and God can use it to encourage somebody else. Everything we've been talking about today. Um, but at that point, At the ministry's website, we provide some tangible resources and tools. We have a prayer network. If if you're just feeling like, man, I really need community, we have community for you. Um, If you want to be encouraged by some other people's stories, we have tons of people who've shared their story at our ministry's website. It's popwe, P-O-P-W-E, popwe.org. My dad and my mom helped me run the ministry. And um, we send out a weekly devotional that I write. In fact, I just sent out one this morning about uh, my song, Gobble, Gobble. And uh, as we head towards Thanksgiving, so every week people can we have thousands of people who receive a weekly devotional that I write. Um, So these are just some of the functions of our ministry and um, people can find out more about it at PopWe.org. Right now we're doing a fundraising campaign partnership uh, in partnership with Samaritan's Purse to uh, give a gobble away this Thanksgiving and help feed people who need a meal.
0: Hmm, that's amazing. Hey, we're partnering with Samaritans first too. We've got Operation Christmas Child boxes here in the studio, so
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah, we've already started to get so many back, which is crazy because Collection Week isn't for a couple weeks. So
1: yeah, they're they're. I think they're headed towards one million boxes, which is great.
0: That's amazing. Such a great ministry there for sure. We've talked a lot about stories today. So how do you turn the stories that you hear into songs? <laughs> if
1: I knew how, I. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it, there's a beauty in not knowing how. You know, I think there's there's just something special that takes place when I when a story moves me. You know, I think the job of a songwriter is to. It's kind of like those old school TVs that had antennas. You know, and so I kind of always imagined those little antennas on top of my head. <laughs> and you gotta have them. You know how you could pull them out, right? Uh-huh. And they would be really long. I feel like I have to pull the antennas out and always be paying attention in the world around me and not being so wrapped up in my own story that I can't hear somebody else's and be moved by it. So I really think that's what it's all about. It's just when you hear a story of God's redemption in somebody's life, you know, it, it, it can't help but move you. And for me, it moves me in the direction of I want other people to hear that story. And so I'm going to write a song about it. And that's how it happens.
0: Absolutely. Also, you're completely overestimating my my age if you think I've actually seen like a TV with the antennas on top because I've seen them in movies, but I don't think I've actually ever seen one in person.
1: (laughs) Well, then I'm older than you. And thanks a lot for making me feel bad.
0: No, definitely not trying to make you feel old at all. But no, I love that. I think that there is definitely beauty in that for sure. Um, yeah. Do you have a routine that you do before every show to prepare your heart to let the Lord in for every single show?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, um, my mom uh, years ago wrote scriptures on a little three by five index card like a uh, binder. And it's just scripture, scripture, scripture. And a lot of times I'll bring that with me and just like scroll through some of my favorite Bible verses. And I think that's important. Obviously, to you know, to take a moment and be just breathing deep and praying. And, you know, obviously I can't get up on stage and expect to have something for the audience if I haven't first spent time with the one who I know has something for me, you know? And so that's a big challenge in my life. It's like, God, slow me down. Don't let me be too busy to take care of first things first.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's incredible. I think in anything that we have, if we keep that communication with God open and and pray with him, talk with him anytime we can, that's how we're truly going to prepare our hearts to be able to talk to others too. So
1: that's the truth.
0: Absolutely. So it's November, you mentioned Gobble Gobble, that was like the best Thanksgiving treat last year. Is there a new Thanksgiving song in the work for this year?
1: (laughs) No, I I think I've, uh, I think I've done enough Thanksgiving songs for one career. So we may be (laughs) doing a new version of it in the years to come where we um, invite other artists to sing it with me. Mm.
0: But uh,
1: but right now, there's, uh, there's no plans in the work for a new song.
0: (laughs) Darn it. That was literally the best Thanksgiving song I think I've ever heard. To be fair, uh, I know too. So. Thank you. Thank <laughs> There's you. not a whole lot of music out there for Thanksgiving. So,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What is something that no interviewer has ever asked you, no one's ever asked you that you wish you would get asked?
1: Man, that's a great question. I mean, I always <laughs> love questions about my family because they're my favorite topic. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's like, you know, but I, I but I get asked a lot about that. I just think it's my favorite thing to talk about, you know, so I don't know. I feel like I'm a pretty much an open book. So people who I interview with tend to know that. And we I feel like we cover it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so when it comes to your family, are they so all? You know from? What?
1: You okay. know what I like to talk about, too, is I like to talk about um, normally when I do interviews, it's about my music, but. I write a lot of music for other artists and so I love to talk about them because it, it's, it shines a light on what they're doing because I get to write songs with some of my favorite, favorite artists, um, that are on the radio right now. So th- I think that's one of my favorite things to talk about.
0: Absolutely. What's one recently that you've written for another artist that you just absolutely love?
1: Oh, let's see. I got, um, we just had a number one with, uh, tasha late called mm. how far yeah and also her song look what you've done uh weary traveler by jordan um, what else is climbing oh uh, i'm so blessed with kane ah and yeah. um uh, i'm trying to think now now you got me on the spot i can't think of it
0: <laughs>
1: hi jesus with ann wilson
0: mm, that's a classic
1: so th- those are some of the songs I've had. I've got a new one coming with Micah Tyler called I See Grace. That's a really good song. And uh, so it's fun. It's fun to see those songs, you know, see the light of day. And I don't I'm not the singer. I just get to be behind the scenes, you know.
0: Absolutely. Do you have a process when it comes to songwriting, like for yourself, but also for other artists? Is there anything that you always do or are all, are all sessions different when it comes to songwriting?
1: always different. That's the beauty of it. That's the fun of it. That's the excitement of it. You know, just uh, you know, you're chasing you're chasing something. There's always a lot of energy and excitement in the room and mm-hmm. it's hard and it's frustrating and it's all those things, but it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you're talking about your family a little bit ago. What is all your family up to right now?
1: Yeah, so my kids are in school and um my wife's chasing our dogs around. We have a crazy dog and huh. um But yeah i mean we're getting ready for the holidays and my daughters are sending me their christmas wish lists and (laughs) all those things so
0: what kind of dog do you guys have
1: oh we have a um what do we have a we have two different dogs we have a bernadoodle and a havanese so and they're buddies but they're kind of enemies too so (laughs) <laughs> they They play, but it looks like they're fighting, and we can never really tell the difference. but yes, uh, <laughs> we, so we got a full house at the the West house. Lots going on,
0: yeah, my sister has a Bernard adult. I'm currently in the search of looking for a dog, and it's difficult,
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it's I mean, just if you're getting a dog, just be careful. Um, it's a, a lot of work, so I don't have a pair of socks currently that doesn't have a hole in it, thanks to my dog, so <laughs>
0: That sounds about answer. right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I've got two more questions. One of them is I ask everyone I interview this because I just, I'm curious, I'm a huge movie buff. So what's your favorite movie or favorite movie to watch with your family?
1: Well, my, my favorite movie of all time is uh, living water, living water. Why did I just say living water? That's not even the name of a something popped up on my screen said living water my favorite thing this that's why zoom calls are hard because it's like i'm add so i'm like look looking at you and then this thing pops up yeah i wrote a song called living water oh <laughs> um, it's um it's a wonderful life is my favorite movie of all time
0: ah uh, that's a good one is that the one that you like to watch with your family too or
1: i mean with my family alone i just cry every time so it's just And I, I watch it. I don't watch it just at Christmas time too. It just, I love the message of that movie.
0: Absolutely. It's a great one for sure. I actually haven't gotten that one yet, but I love that it's like around Christmas time and it did happen to be a Christmas movie that you brought up. So points for that.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Thank you for the points.
0: Thank you. (laughs) And then how can me and anyone else that's listening to this, how can we pray for you, pray for your family in this season of life?
1: Well, as we're traveling, you know, we're on the road this fall and, you know, pray for our team to stay healthy and safe on the road.
0: Absolutely. Can, can I pray with you real quick? Sure. Awesome. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the beautiful day that you've given us today. Just thank you for the ability to talk with Matthew and really hear his heart behind his music and hear about the, his heart for you, Lord, because that's, what's important and hear how he prepares his heart in front of everything. I just pray for, for safety on this tour and for his family during this season as he's on tour. Lord, I just pray that your hand is over everything and every single night that you show up on every single show and just that it is a great rest of the year for him and his family. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. It's good to talk to you today.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Christian Media Talk with special guest Matthew West. For anyone listening locally, Matthew's going to be in town with Katie Nicole on November 18th. And you can find out all the details at myjourneyfm.com. For more about Matthew's music and his career, visit matthewwest.com.